TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring. The flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com. Here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Welcome back to Overnight America. Brad Young sitting in for Ryan Recker. Hey, thank you for spending your St. Patrick's Day with us here on Camo X. As I mentioned last hour, Ryan is not on vacation. He's not climbing the Himalayas. Uh, he's not deep sea fishing off the coast of uh, Baja, California. No, He's actually filling in and doing something far more exciting than any of those things. He's filling in for the Mark Cox Show tomorrow morning on our sister station, 97.1, from 5 a.m. to 9 a.m., both uh, tomorrow, Thursday morning, and Friday morning. So make sure you check out Ryan in the Morning uh, on the Mark Cox Show on 97.1 tomorrow and Friday. In the meantime, I'm sitting in tonight for Ryan, sitting in tomorrow night. Thanks for, again, spending your evening with us here on Overnight America. Phone lines are open tonight, 314-436-7900. That's either call or text. Or if you want to send me an email, I've already gotten two emails this evening from listeners. Thank you very much. If you want to shoot me an email, that's fine at any time. Be young at harrisdowell.com. That's my law firm, Harris Dowell, H-A-R-R-I-S, D as in David, O-W-E-L-L.com. Always respond, and I always enjoy hearing from listeners. You know, we talked, uh, we were talking about uh, the COVID stimulus money, and uh, and uh, uh, what are you going to be doing with that stimulus money? What are you going to spend that money on? Uh, are you going to do something smart with it? Are you going to do something frivolous with it? Are you going to go out and, and uh, have a good meal, spend it on Starbucks? You know, I mentioned the Starbucks stock went up immediately when the bill was passed and, and signed into law. Why? Because so many people uh, spend their stimulus money, at least in some parts, uh, on Starbucks coffee. So that, to me, doesn't seem like a wise investment for your stimulus money. Uh, but what are you going to spend your money on? And that's an interesting question because how you spend your money in so many ways you know, dictates your dictates your priorities. So I've, I've already talked to some folks who are going to um, who are going to uh, use it to pay off or help pay off a mortgage or pay towards their back debts that they have, credit card debts, lots of things they can do. I've talked to some folks who are going to invest it. I've talked to other folks who have said they're going to go on vacation. So 
What are you going to do with your stimulus money? Hey, you've been holding for a while. Ron, welcome to KMOX. Yeah, uh, I want to call about that uh, caller back a little bit ago about uh, his uh, uninsured motorist deal. Yes. And uh, I had a problem uh, less than a year ago, and I'm in a subdivision uh, putting a bid on a house, mm-hmm. and some guy runs into my car. And I thought, nah, that's great. I heard it, went out there, and he wanted to pull away. I stopped him, and I called 911. And I said, hey, I got hit. And so the policeman pulls up, and he, you know, gets the guy's information and all this, writes him a ticket for expired uh, paper plates, which was two years expired. Mm-hmm. He had those temp. I'm guessing he had one of those paper license plates that are, are temporary tags. Exactly. Yep. And they were and two he- years. Let me get this straight, Ron. It was two years past the expiration. Yes, sir. Two years. And the policeman, I said, what the hell's going on here? He goes, well, our sensors or whatever they have in their cars only pick up license plates. They won't tell them that unless they get right behind them, they won't tell them that. That's very, very interesting. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there. I'm going, okay. Well, it cost me a thousand bucks because he showed up some expired, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, for the insurance. insurance. And so he didn't have insurance when it all worked out. So it cost me a thousand bucks. Right, because you had, you. let me get this straight, Ron, you had hopefully had uninsured or underinsured motorist coverage on your policy. Is that right? Yes, I did. At thousand dollars, though. Well, but that's the deductible. But if you didn't have that, you wouldn't have oh, had any yeah. coverage at all. Oh, it would cost me three thousand. Yeah. Well, good for you. I'm glad you had that. Hey, we're coming up yeah, on a break here, Ron. We're going to have to let you go, but I appreciate you calling in this evening. Thank you. Cool, man. I just wanted to gripe about it. That's and- all right. <laughs> Listen, think of me as your therapist, my friend. Thanks for calling in this evening. Appreciate right. it. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. What's on your mind this evening? I wasn't planning on doing Stump the Lawyer, but what's on your mind? 314-436-7900. Brad Young sitting in for Ryan Recker. He will be back literally in just a couple of minutes. St. Louis's Morning News. Total Information AM. Weekday mornings at 5 on KMOX and KMOX.com. Hey, welcome back to Overnight America. Thanks for staying up late with us tonight. Brad Young in for Ryan Recker and glad you are with us. Hey, the phone lines are lighting up. If you've got something on your mind this evening... Always love to hear from you. 314-436-7900. Call or text whatever works best for you. Hey, Joe, what's on your mind this evening? Welcome to Camo Well, thank you very much for putting me on. So you had asked what I'm doing with the stimulus funds. Yes. And I just wanted to, to let you guys know that I think I'm investing in biopharma stocks. Yep. I think I think biopharma stocks are a great investment just because I don't think the, the markets fully can price uh, what biopharma is doing right now. 
and they're using artificial intelligence to really go back through some of the other drugs that have been out there. Mm-hmm. And it's just a very exciting place to be investing. Well, you know, one of the things you, you mentioned, Biopharma, one of the things that I found interesting during the past year was the effort to go back and look at drugs that have been around for a long time, but no one ever thought to use them for treatment of COVID. And so there was lots of examples of companies looking at drugs and chemical compounds that have been around for a very long time, but were never thought of to use to be used in a new or innovative way. So uh, I, what I see is, is that's actually happening. I read CNBC every day, and I see that's happening a lot these days. So, uh, Joe, I think you're a smart guy. Yeah, and just along those lines, there's a, um, not to, not to, there's a drug called ivermectin, which a lot of the, the docs and, and even in Australia are, are absolutely saying it's, it's the, uh, the, the be-all to, to really to kind of to therapeutically solve COVID. But there's a drug up in Canada, a company up in Canada, that's making ivermectin better. Hmm. So that's a, it's another exciting place. But I just really think that they're able to go back through with artificial intelligence now. And what would have taken decades uh, before now takes weeks or, or days for them to go through and, and do all the manipulations of the chemical analysis to see what might work now. And like you said, the repurposing of drugs that have already proved safe for other purposes is just off the charts exciting. Yes, it is. It's a fun you know, time to be alive. Hey, Joe, appreciate you calling in yep, this yep. evening. Thank you. All right. You have a good uh, have a good holiday. Joy, what's on your mind this evening? Welcome to Camo X. Thank you for taking my call. Uh I'm 85 years old, and all I have is a landline phone. My God bless you. Is, my question is, will they ever come and give the shots to people who are homebound? Hmm. You know, that's a great question. My mother-in-law is 93. Oh, my. And so, uh, and still lives in Florissant. And, uh, and so we've, my wife and I have had that exact same issue about whether someone can come to the homebound and give injections. Now, all I do know is this. Sam Page has said for folks who live in St. Louis County that the money that's being that's going to be coming to St. Louis County, the $190 million uh, from the COVID bill that just passed and was signed into law, some of that money will be used to get uh, injections for homebound individuals. So, Joy, I can't tell you when that's going to happen. Or how See, quickly... I live in St. Louis City in Baden. Okay, well, and then at that point, uh, I don't know how the city is going to be using their $500 million uh, because none of that's going to be decided until the new mayor is elected after the April election. So uh, all I can tell you is keep listening to Camo X, and I'm sure we'll be giving I that information. Every night. Well, God bless you. Thanks for listening, Joy. Appreciate thank it. You, thank you so much for your help. I enjoy it. Thank you. Uh, we've still we've still got some time left here. Uh, hey, Robert, what's on your mind this evening? Yes, sir. Um, I heard you were a lawyer, and I sort of have a question about the legal system. Okay, don't hold it against me, Robert. Oh, yeah. I'll try not to, but I'm going to put you on the spot because uh, I know you know more than I do. Uh, uh, don't assume I that. Heard, oh, yeah. Well, I heard that a lot of times it seems like we can't seem to get like a Democrat does something wrong, and for some reason they never they get on probation or whatever. They mm-hmm. don't seem to get any sentence. So I'm wondering why is that? Are judges mainly political? And then the second part is with the election, so much questions about the 
presidential and the Georgia runoff where there was uh, misquoting from the paper, the Washington Post, uh, why is it that they, the judges can't seem to listen to the citizens on any questions about voting fraud or irregularities? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to start with your second question first, Robert, uh, because... Because And this is something I've talked about a lot with Ryan Recker over the past few months when I've come on to analyze these legal issues, particularly the ones that have been going to court, federal courts, and even at least on one occasion up to the U.S. Supreme Court. Courts are not in the business, Robert, of listening to individuals. That's not what they do. All they truly do is decide legal issues. And Although there is a lot of, at least in my opinion, there's a lot of evidence, anecdotal evidence of voter fraud. There always has been. You know, there's instances even right here in the St. Louis area where 100 people will be registered to vote all at the same residence. Well, you know, there's not 100 people who can vote living in one household. And so it's obviously that that's fraud. But in these election challenges that President Trump did, and and he filed these across the country, There was never any evidence of widespread fraud to the extent that it would overturn the election. And so because of that, courts don't want to get in the business of picking the president. That's the job of the voters. So if there's not going to be evidence of widespread fraud sufficient to change the outcome of an election, judges are just reluctant to get involved. Now, I will tell you briefly, the one area where I think that there is a legitimate legal issue that's being ignored right now is in Pennsylvania, because the judges, the state court judges in Pennsylvania extended the period of time beyond what state law allows in order to count mail-in ballots. And that violates legal principles that are specifically enumerated in the Constitution. And, and they did that. But the Supreme Court didn't want to take those cases because even if in Pennsylvania the judges were wrong, that wouldn't be enough to overturn the election. So the judges didn't want to get involved. Now, with regard to your first question, and then I'm going to come back to you, with regard to your first question, there are Democrats who go to jail. And I think if you want to send a postcard to Steve Stanger in the big house, he'd be happy to hear from you. Uh, Because at this point, he's only hearing from the guy that pushes the cart around to his jail cell and asks him if he wants another copy, uh, you know, of uh, Mark Twain to read while he's uh, sitting in the pokey. So there are Democrats who go to jail. Uh, Perhaps I think only the Republicans get more media attention. In fact, if you look over in Illinois, in Illinois, I think they have a specific prison cell that's that is designated just for governors. Okay, just for the governors of Illinois, you get out of office and you go prison. You sit next to Rob Blagojevich, you know, so a lot of those guys have gone to prison. Uh, But you just don't hear about it as much because mostly the mainstream media tilts far to the left. Does that answer your questions, Robert? Yeah, it did very well. And so my question is, why can't we do anything about it? Well, you can do something about it. And that's this. Presidential elections have consequences because presidents get to appoint judges and whoever controls the Senate controls the approval of who becomes a judge. And so right now, uh, Donald Trump nominated and because Mitch McConnell was in charge of the Senate had, in fact, I think about 25 percent of the federal judiciary now is Trump appointees. 
And so we will see a difference in the months and years and decades to come because of that presidential election will have ramifications for years to come. Hey, Robert, we're coming up here on a hard break, so I'm going to have to let you go, my friend. But uh, thanks for uh, calling in to X this evening. Thank you. Thank you. We've got some other folks who are still holding on. I would ask you to hold on during the break, and we'll get back to you right after we take a break. Brad Young sitting in for Ryan Recker. Apparently, it's stumped the lawyer night here on Overnight America on X. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. News Radio 1120 KMOX. The voice of the Cardinals. Welcome back to Overnight America. Brad Young sitting in for Ryan Recker. And uh, we've got all kinds of things that we're talking about this evening. Uh, Stump the lawyer evening. We're also talking about COVID checks. And uh, and what are you going to spend your COVID money on? How are you celebrating St. Patrick's Day? All of those things are open for discussion. 314-436-7900. Hey, uh, Mike, why don't you pot up here? I wanted to ask you, oh, Mike. Oh, boy. Yeah, oh, boy. See, I don't warn him. Because it's got to be spontaneous. So we were talking about getting the the COVID check. Of course, we're talking to producer Mike Anderson. Did you, did you get your uh, stimulus money? Uh, it hit my account today. Hit your account today. So any big plans for this uh, cash you're going to get? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like anything you could share? I'm going to pay off my physical therapy debt after uh, breaking <laughs> my arm skiing. Oh, wow. That's very, very exciting. So medical bills. But see, paying down debt, that's a very good reasonable, excellent choice for debt. Now, have you got some friends that have more frivolous plans in mind for their uh, COVID uh, stimulus money? Uh, Not that I've really talked to. I think most of my friends, um, you know, a lot of them are still in the restaurant industry and they'll just honestly need it to get by. It's not going to be, oh, we're going to go get a game council now or something. Right. So I think it'll go to rent for most most of the people my age. Good. Well, I, and in fact, my uh, my daughter who lives in Minneapolis was telling me much the same thing that she's got a lot of friends in the restaurant business, uh, in the uh, people who work as bartenders and so forth, and they've just been decimated uh, when everybody's locked in their basement. Yeah, I mean, uh, at least the unemployment was helping uh, for a while, and uh, that's good. But, uh, yeah, just way of life, you know, they've definitely taken a hit. And um, for a lot of the bartenders and and restaurant workers, you know, what they're making in unemployment isn't as much as they would have been making on uh, busy weekends. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, they're like I said, this will really help them out. Good. And yours and your physical therapist thanks you for your uh, stimulus money when you pay. 
pay those bills. He better. <laughs> yes, he better. But he did a good job because he's done a great job. You were telling me you're like playing darts now. Your dart game has gotten <laughs> improved, right? Because of physical I, therapy. I reward some of my workouts with a round a round or two of darts afterwards uh, against myself. So I don't know if I'm very good because I'm only competing against myself. Right. Well, see, now you're going to try to hustle me. You're going to say, "Oh no, Brad, really? I'm not very good. Let's play for money." But uh, I'm I, I'm on to you, so I'm not going to let you scam me on that one. We'll have to do a live tournament on the air. Oh we'll yeah, that make yeah. that work. Yes, because darts always works well on radio. Uh, but what you know what does work well is in and folks make sure you uh, you know phone phone the neighbors and wake the kids because tomorrow night is Tom Ackerman's Garage at 5:30 p.m. You can catch that on the Camo X Sports Facebook page, and Tom's going to be interviewing. Our very own John Ham. So you want to check that out. Uh, my wife and I have just been re-watching Mad Men. What a fabulous show. And he does a great job. And there's no better cheerleader nationwide for the city and the region of St. Louis than John Ham. And he's an avid sports fan. You saw him. He was like the good luck charm when the Blues were uh, in the Stanley Cup Finals. He's pitched on opening day. He's pitched a rather an opening pitch at a Cardinals game on more than one occasion. Uh, and he's a pretty good athlete in his own right. So he'll be joining Tom Ackerman tomorrow night on the uh, Camo X Sports Facebook page at 5.30 p.m. You're going to want to absolutely check that out. You know, we were talking about what to spend your COVID checks on. And <clears throat> I came up with a few. I came up with a few things that folks could spend their money on. Uh, not necessarily me, you know, and not necessarily for everyone. Uh, I was trying to think of kind of a top 10, but I only really came up with seven while I was thinking about it. But, you know, one of the things that, that at least President Biden could spend his COVID relief money on is the is Adderall, you know, because he's got a press conference coming up next week. And if you're not familiar with Adderall, that's the that's the drug that helps folks treat if you've got dementia or you can't remember things. It, it helps you remember and gives you mental clarity. So hopefully uh, President Biden will spend uh, some of his money on Adderall. The other thing that comes to mind that 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 someone could spend money on, did you see the Grammys on Sunday night? Uh, I, I, I couldn't watch it with my kids, that's for sure. Uh, but one of the things that the performers at the uh, Grammys could spend money on is clothing. You know, hey, how about a pair of sweatpants? I mean, that <laughs> I I am just shocked that that was on uh, that was on network television. But that's what they could spend their uh, their money on. Also, how about masks for Walmart shoppers? There's a good way to invest uh, your COVID money. Or better yet, how about pants for Walmart shoppers? Yeah, you know, that would again would be a a, a a good use of their money. You know, the other thing that that the COVID money could go for anti discrimination training for Andrew Cuomo. He might need to invest in that right now, and he's going to get his fourteen hundred bucks uh, from the federal government. I don't know what anti discrimination training uh, costs, but uh, I'm sure that would pay for it. And listen, there is no truth. There's no truth at all. I'm here to dispel the rumor that Andrew Cuomo has invited all of his female accusers to come forward and gather in a nursing home, folks. That is not true. He he has not said that. So please don't spread that rumor because it's false. Uh, two more things that you could spend your money on. One is uh, maybe a driving school for Tiger Woods. 
Uh, he could spin some. I I know, I know I'm going to get in trouble for that one. But uh, maybe some driving school it might be good for him when he uh, recuperates. And God bless him. We're hoping for a good, speedy recovery. And finally, if you get your $1,400, last time I checked, that might buy a tank of gasoline. Now the gasoline has gone up almost a buck a gallon. So there goes all your COVID money. And uh, those are just some suggestions. Uh Mike's been calling in and been holding for a while. Hey, Mike, what are you going to spend your your uh, stimulus money on? Oh, I'm going to, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to save it so when my daughter graduates uh, the end of this uh, end of this year, I'm going to go to Idaho, Rexburg, Idaho, and see her graduate. And then we're going to put a... Uh, a floating floor in our dining room, and I spent some money on my car. Wow. Well, those all sound like uh, reasonable and thought-through expenditures for your COVID money. Yeah. So, you know, spending it at a strip club on the east side isn't in your top ten list, I'm, I'm thinking. Okay, that's probably oh, boy. that's probably a good. <laughs> that's I'm sorry again. I'm thinking of Andrew Cuomo. I'm very very sorry. But that's your your you've got some excellent ideas on how to spend your COVID money, and uh, hopefully you haven't been celebrating St. Patrick's Day too much. Well, we went out to eat. We had dinner. I had I had steak. Oh, that's a gr- that's a great way to celebrate St. Patty's Day. Hey, Mike, thanks for calling in this evening. Okay, thank you. Thank you. You know, I, I mentioned the Grammys, and I mentioned the the apparently it was clothing optional uh, at the Grammy Awards on Sunday night. But uh, even with the clothing option, Mike, did you watch those Grammys? Did you watch those? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, I watched. I watched part of it. I, you're probably referring to Dua Lipa's performance. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't. I, I only saw the the clip of it, and I thought, oh my goodness, what are we watching? Was the whole show like that? I. I'm pretty sure um, every generation is like that. I think that's I think that's more of a you thing than a Grammy show thing. Oh, really? I'm I'm pretty sure your parents said the same thing. Oh, yeah, but the, but what we what we saw when they were on stage is not like you know Elvis dancing on the Ed Sullivan show. At least he had clothes on. No, but maybe like some other people that were a little more scantily clad on stage. Well, it it was. Uh, it was like an oh my goodness moment. I thought, yep, uh, if those those if those folks get some stimulus money, they need to spend it on pants, uh, just like Walmart shoppers. <laughs> uh, but speaking of the Grammys, the 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 Grammy apparently, Mike, you were the only one that was watching the Grammys. Uh, maybe not too many. Uh, the the ratings came out just today, and it hit a record low of eight point eight million viewers. That's down 53% just from last year. So last year they had 18.7 million viewers. This year, 8.8 million. So it was half. And, you know, what's interesting is, is that we're seeing that as a trend now uh, in all of these types of shows. You know, they got the Golden Globes and you've got the Oscars and you've got the SAG Awards. You've got all these different award shows and the, the ratings are down across the board. Golden Globes saw a 64% drop in viewers, setting an all-time low of 6.9 million. You know, what's interesting is, is that when the Golden Globes was on, uh, 
there was a, also a CBS show called The Equalizer, you know, Queen Latifah. I actually, I love that show. Uh, it had 7.5 million viewers, which was higher than the Golden Globes in the same time slot. And and even this year's Super Bowl, listen, I watched every minute of the Super Bowl. Uh, that's almost, you know, money in the bank when it comes to TV viewership. And the ratings this year, which I think it had to do with the fact that there wasn't a a, a New York team, there wasn't a California team, and that t- typically means lower ratings. But in this year, the ratings nosedive to an all-time low, not an all-time, the lowest since 1969 for the Super Bowl this year, which I thought was, I mean, I was cheering. My voice was gone. I was cheering for Kansas City, and obviously they didn't prevail, but still I enjoyed watching the game, and I stuck with the whole game. But a lot of folks didn't. And so the lowest-rated Super Bowl since 1969. So all of these award shows across the board are seeing lower ratings. I've got some ideas on why that is. But listen, if you've got some other uh, thoughts about how you are spending your COVID relief money, let us know. Love to hear it. 314-436-7900. Text or call. Either way, love to hear from you. Brad Young sitting in for Ryan Recker on Overnight America. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. Welcome back to Overnight America. Brad Young in for Ryan Recker this evening. Thanks for staying up late. And before the break, we were talking about how the Grammys, uh, the, the viewership numbers are just completely tanked compared to last year. Golden Globes, also the same, 64% drop. I know a lot of in the uh, conservative media, I was reading that that one of the reasons why, at least from some of the conservative media perspective, is because of the content uh, or because of the politics. And I got to tell you, on some of the politics, when it comes to certainly over the last couple of years, it has really impacted my desire about whether I want to watch those programs. But, you know, the, the, the last few, and I saw some highlights from the Grammys and, uh, and some of the lowlights, low too, I guess I should say. Uh, but really, they're trying to tone down the politics uh, because the politics are always uniformly left. I mean, they're, they're, they're going left quicker than people who are driving in a NASCAR race. And so uh, that's a problem. But you know what? I don't see that as the biggest problem. I really don't, even though I see that as a problem. One of the things that I think contributes most to this uh, decline in viewership, whether it's the Super Bowl or whether it's the Golden Globes or the Grammy Awards, is just this trend of people cutting the cords. Folks who are not watching traditional television, when television says, here's what we have on, you can watch what we're showing – as opposed to on-demand services that let people watch what they want, when they want it, and how they want it. And to me, that is contributing more than simply, the. the even though I don't like the, the political content and I, I don't really like some of the, the morality of what I'm seeing on some of these clips, I don't think that's contributing to the decline, certainly not as much as these cord-cutting trends. You know, that's the interesting, the most fascinating thing uh, about COVID. I mean, obviously, the tragic thing are the deaths and how that's going to impact us for a generation. But but aside from that, I'm not trying to minimize that or take away from the tragedy of folks who have died or become ill. 
But when you're looking at the trends, COVID has accelerated trends that have been in the works for years and years in so many areas, like working from home. But it's also true with the cord cutters. So last year, over 6 million households did what's called cutting the cord. They got rid of cable television. They got rid of the dish network. They got rid of those traditional pay services just for generalized television and gone with just watching Amazon, watching you know Netflix, watching Hulu, watching those types of programs. So just last year alone, 6 million households did what's called cut the cord. And by 2024, estimates are is that an additional 46.6 million households are going to be cutting the cord, getting rid of cable, getting rid of traditional television. Folks, that's a lot. That's a lot of people who aren't watching what's on network television because they're they're watching Disney Plus. You know, Disney Plus right now has over 100 million subscribers in such a short period of time. That's a third of the country in just a few months. That's amazing, that trend. And COVID has a lot to do with that. So the numbers are looking year over year, another 7.5 to 10% of all U.S. households are going to be cutting those cords. And that's going to contribute to these declining ratings across the board, whether it's the Golden Globes, whether it's the Grammys, or whether it's even the Super Bowl. Even if the Kansas City Chiefs are in the Super Bowl again next year, those numbers are still going to be down because of those particular trends. Hey, I want to get to the phones, and David's been holding a while. Hey, David, welcome to Camo X. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, good. Um, my money, and I wanted to ask you a question, but um, I had a felony possession marijuana conviction in the early 90s in Missouri. Okay. And I can get that expunged. And that's what I plan on well, spending some of the money on. Well, first of all, let me stop you. I'm not I'm not making fun of you in any way, David, but I will tell you, if you spend that money on a lawyer, there is no better way to spend your COVID money than putting it in the pocket of a trusted attorney. <laughs> I figured I figured that's the advice you'd give. <laughs> that's the listen, that's far and away the best way you could ever, ever spend your COVID <laughs> stimulus money is giving it to a trusted attorney. Very well, good. Too, right? Oh my goodness! That's the David. You you get the award for the best call of the evening for recommending people to pay their lawyers. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> now, the, the question I wanted to ask was: See, I live in Illinois, uh-huh. and they have the Foyd card. Are you familiar with that? Oh yeah, yes I am. Okay. Well, I read in different things. I think some of them were law firms. You know how the they're like ads, but they give a little bit of advice online, but also I'm not confused if it was different law firms or different people because I read so much, but one person applied for FOIA had his record expunged and they asked on this federal farm if you had a felony conviction and he said yes and they rejected him and then he don't think he appealed to the court, he appealed to the state police and then he finally got it. Mm -hmm. Another guy called the uh, police and they said, we'll just put on there that you didn't. Well, my question is, do I need to put that on there or since it's when it's expunged or not? Well, well, David, first of all, and I'm not I'm again, I'm not being facetious in any way and I'm not dodging your question, but I'm always required to say this, that I, that right now I can give you my 
thoughts on it, but obviously this does not constitute legal advice. I'm, I'm required that, yeah. to say that because otherwise uh, my malpractice insurance carrier gets all upset with me. So I'm required to say I'm not giving you legal advice. Uh, also, I've not researched this issue, but my understanding is if you've had something expunged from your record, then at that point it's as if it never happened. So if it never happened, then theoretically, and again, I have not researched this and I would need to research it to come up with a definitive answer. But if something has been expunged, uh, potentially your position could be that you are not being dishonest or you're not telling something that's not true if you state you've never been convicted of a felony if, in fact, that charge is expunged from your record. That's what expunged means. Now, again, I would have to research that, but that gets to the heart of your question, doesn't it? Yeah, but the other thing was, what if, since I think I read conflicting uh, information from law firms, if I hire somebody and they say, okay, you don't have to put it on there, and then it comes back to bite me, I mean, can I get it written from the lawyer or can I use it as a defense? Well, you can absolutely use that as a defense. If you have an attorney that says your record has been expunged and you relied on that legal advice, you can absolutely use that as a defense if someone later comes and challenges your assertion that I've not committed a felony because that is my record has been expunged. Yes, that would be a valid defense. Yeah, the only thing, I, I read some things like, you know, it's supposed to uh, they clear off the database from Missouri State Highway Patrol and it goes into other databases, but somebody says a possibility at the feds. It, I guess it depends how often they purge their records. Mm-hmm. That could still be there. You're exactly even though, right. So... Hey, David, we're coming up here on a hard break, so I'm going to have to let you go, but thanks for calling in this evening. Okay, support your local lawyer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, listen. Oh, could you? I'm sorry. Could you say that again? Oh, we ran out of time. Sorry, David. Support your local lawyer. That's exactly right. Uh, Thanks, David, for calling in. Hey, how are you spending St. Patrick's Day? 314-436-7900. Brad Young sitting in for Ryan Recker on Overnight America. We'll be back right after this break. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. 